What's up guys, what's up guys, Whiskey Uniform Tango Radio here, and this is the midweek episode, I'm coming to you from the room, the studio, the epicenter of where all this is, I don't know what I'm saying here, but anyways, what's up guys, how are you doing, I hope you're having a lovely day, um, you know, this is a pretty cool day, it's a pretty good day, wanna know why, because I found a new song, that is changing my life in more ways than one. This song, I don't know what it's called. It's like, a, it's a dance song. Um, yeah, I posted it actually on our Instagram. Um, it's one of those like SpongeBob memes where it's like, anyways, that's that's the song. That's I heard this song the other day. I've only heard that little clip of it. I don't know what it's called. But somebody needs to like shed some light on this for me because that that I got that's a jam. It's a jammer. And so yeah. But anyways, this is the midweek episode coming at you at the end of the week. Just in time before tomorrow's special episode. I'm thinking about doing it like this. This is how our, our show is now running. You have our weekend episode, a.k.a. our regular broadcast, now will be Sundays, and that's just because how schedules line up. That's when we're going to have guests, and we'll have a lot more fun, and we'll get like a little bit of, we'll have some drinks and whatnot, and just chill out, as Whiskey Uniform Tango should be. But midweek, we'll be running it just like like this little chill back and forth that you and I have going. That's that's what the midweek episode is. A little special moment, a little special occasion, a little a little tickle in the timeline. Um so yeah, that's what that's what we're going to be doing. That's what we're doing right now anyways. But uh guys, Super Bowl, February 3rd, who's ready? I hope you are. I hope you have the whole plan, the whole spread like, I want you to, to go above and beyond. I mean, because they're going above and beyond in the field for you. Like, they're, they're going to be giving it their all 100%, 100% of the time. You know what I mean? So, what does that mean for... So I'm going to close them so your Yeah, computer's going slow. Whatever. Anyways, um, yeah, back to what I was saying. Super Bowl. It's a bunch of food, a bunch of dishes. So, what do you think as far as, like... A Super Bowl dish should be. I'm thinking wings. I'm thinking burgers. Um, what what else? Hot dogs. I don't know about hot dogs. Maybe sausage dogs. You know what I'm talking about? Like when you take the sausage and then you use that, so it has a little bit more more bite to the teeth. I think that's what that's that's a game changer right there. Whoever decided to put the the sausage in the bun versus the uh, the regular Frank, like that's 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 where it's at so yeah so what, what's your what, what's your idea what's your spread there because i'm thinking i'm thinking burgers and um sausage dogs but i know last year we barbecued we did like we did uh ribs and tablitas i don't know if you know what tablita is it's a, a cross-cut rib like if if you don't know how to like cook barbecue or anything like that you get yourself a cross-cut rib and you just burn the 
freak out of it. Burn the freak out of it. The fuck out of this thing. Burn it. And it, um, it like caramelizes in like this really awesome way. So I totally, I totally recommend you getting some tablitas, some tabos. Get some tabos. And, um, yeah, that's, that's where it's at. But yeah, that's what we did, uh, did last year. So I think this year we're going to be running the, um, uh, hot dogs and sausage buns, sausage franks. So I don't know. But um, that brings me into my next topic, though. Uh, let's talk about creativity. Because some people try to be creative on the Super Bowl. Some people try to make it more about the food. And so there are weirdos out there that have come up with this plan, like, I'm going to mix things. Like, you know that scene from Ratatouille when he's all, like, eating the grape and the cheese and putting stuff together? And he's like, mm-hmm, and it's, like, changing, like, his life because he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm mixing flavors and I'm giving myself this new palate experience, right? I feel that certain things shouldn't mix. And if you're going to bring those things to a Super Bowl party, I think you should be shunned. For instance, avocado toast. Whoever invented avocado toast should not exist. I'm kidding. Some people like avocado toast, whatever. But, like, I don't. And it shouldn't be at the Super Bowl. Another thing that should not be at the Super Bowl. This is my list. You write this down. This is coming to you from the from the dome. But it's it, we're going to write this down. Number two on the list. Spaghetti donuts. Spaghetti donuts are a thing. And it's dumb. And it's just too many calories. And you're just loading yourself up with even more carbs. And it's just like what? Is it like a savory donut? Because even then, if I'm going to have a donut, I'm going to have a donut, right? If not, I'm going to have a kolache. And like th- those are just awesome. But that's not a donut. That's a kolache. And if, you, if you're if you from a northern state, it's a pig in a blanket. It's, it's like a croissant with a little sausage in it aka, or maybe a little smoky, something like that. But it's next level. Get on it. But yeah, a little kolache action. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's number two. Third thing on the list that I do not think should mix is sticking with the donuts. Those donut burgers. Yes, some dude, some stone dude came up with this idea, I believe. I think it was Maddie Matheson. But like, yeah, that, that shouldn't be a thing either. So there's there's things that shouldn't mix that should not go on the dinner table. And that is that's definitely one of them. But I, w- I will say something like this. Neil introduced me to this thing that I think it was Pizza Hut that did. They allowed you to like come up with new crusts or you can use like you can create your own thing. So he showed me this. Get this. Think about this in your head. It's a pizza, right? So you have a pizza. It's a circular, circular dish. Um, the crust was pretzel crust. Okay. I, th- I think it was a honey pretzel. So you have a pretzel crust with a honey glaze. The pizza itself was a barbecue chicken pizza. So now you have a barbecue chicken pizza with a honey glazed pretzel crust. And then to top it off, they got he got a drizzle of sriracha. Now, this is like in the if you know me and Neil, this is like way throwback. So this um this dish stuck with me. And it's one of those things where I've I've never had it before ever again after that moment, but it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a mixture, but 
in what I'm talking about, yeah, no. There are certain things that should mix, certain things that shouldn't mix, and don't you dare do that. Number two, number, I don't know where we're at. Number th- things that don't belong at the Super Bowl party, you should not bring wine. Wine has no business at the Super Bowl party. If you are not drinking a Bud Light, if you're not drinking a Shiner, if you're not drinking a Coors, if that's your thing, because I know some people in Colorado love their Coors. So if you're not drinking a Coors or whatever, then you deserve to leave. But, you know, this is Whiskey Uniform Tango. So, we're, next episode, we're going to talk um, about the Super Bowl party and what liquors you should bring. I feel like that would be nice. That'd be a nice thing to talk about because some people don't know. Some people don't know. So we're doing it for you. We're going to put ourselves in that football mindset, the the football mindset, and we're going to talk about that. Let's see. I was uh, reading up on Reddit the other day and this this guy was asking about podcasts about like how to learn guitar. And so... I don't, I'm not going to teach you guitar, but I will tell you if you have a guitar and you're trying to learn guitar, I will give you these, let's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say a number. I was going to say like these three tips, but I'll tell you, I guess a few things if, if you're going to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're going to, I don't know if you're going to let me do that. (sighs) The three things or four things or five, however many this is going to be. To learn how to play guitar, number one, you need to get a guitar that fits you. One that's comfortable, easy to hold, not too small. You're not Ed Sheeran, because Ed Sheeran can play on a small guitar, but you're not Ed Sheeran, so you you stick with the a good-sized guitar for you. Um, number two, you need to have nice, comfortable strings. If you're playing a steel string guitar, I recommend Elixirs because Elixirs come with a nice coating on there. It's a little easier on the fingers, especially if you're getting started. Number three? Am I on three now? Number three. Determine if you're going to play with a pick or with your fingers. Don't be flipping back and forth. I mean, I can do that because I have practice. I started learning fingers, then we picked up pick. Figure out something that's good for you, a good style to, to start working on. Then after that, you'll start getting comfortable. Then you can explore other things. It opens you up. Number four, I don't know where we're at. Number four, as far as learning the guitar, spend maybe a few hours a day learning chords. I recommend maybe 15 minutes. It'll take you 15 minutes more than likely to figure out a first, your first chord. I would recommend the G. I would recommend a D chord. I would recommend an E minor because it's really easy. And I would recommend a C. Figure out those four chords. And, well, essentially you can play any pop song in the world, but... At the same time, it'll also give you um, a way of figuring out, like, yeah, that's essentially your first progression. Go G, D, E minor, C. If you flip it, E minor, C, G, D. Now you got a progression, and then it'll kind of make you feel excited because now these things are starting to sound like, like music. So, yeah, that's my recommendation for you. Any person out there that is trying to learn the guitar, um, those 12 things, those 12 steps... Um, I recommend those for you, but also don't, don't get excited because I know some people get super excited. Um, for me personally, I started with acoustic. I had a little nylon string, little four quarter inch, not it, not quarter inch, but a quarter size 
Then after that, I went up to a nice steel string acoustic. Then I went up to an electric acoustic. That's when I started gigging. And then after that, I now I'm playing full electric guitar, and then I'll dabble with acoustic every now and again. But it, it, I feel like it all translates. But if you want to, I feel like if you want to do a little bit better at electric as far as technique, I would go acoustic to electric because the strings usually are set a little bit higher on the guitar versus the electric guitar. So then after that, you can really get those calluses on your fingers and just kind of dig in. But um, but yeah, I mean, I can talk about this stuff all day. Um, if you want to be a gearhead, I would recommend not being a gearhead first, because after that, you're just going to find yourself wasting your money. Um, but if you are up to that level out there and you would like to start wasting your money, I would recommend a lovely overdrive. Get an overdrive first, and then after that, you start you start getting other things. But don't get a, a distortion unless you're wanting a distortion pedal. Most people think, oh, I'm going to get a distortion pedal, and then they try to play pop music, and then it just sounds just muddy as hell. Get an overdrive pedal. You can tweak it, and you can add more stuff. Because some overdrive pedals are beefy, like the Way Huge pedal. I have a Way Huge pedal. I use the, um, the Green Rhino Overdrive 2. Um... If you crank that that gain, the the drive setting on the overdrive, um, you can start you can get into distortion territory, but it's really hard to go from a distortion pedal into overdrive territory. So, because there's a lot, it's a lot of like the the tighter the tighter low end stuff like that. You're you need you want to be able to sculpt it more. But yeah, there's that. Next thing you should get, you should probably get yourself a nice um, a nice chorus. I would have recommend I would recommend the reverb, but um, you know, chor- chorus is it's just one of those things that will kind of tickle you a little bit and make you feel like you're doing something more more exciting. Reverb is cool, but um, uh, re- okay, reverb is cool from like a logical sense. Like if you go overdrive to reverb, then you're able to like uh, you're able to adapt more and do more things with your music as far as in a live setup. But if if you're just trying to like dabble in stuff. If you want like a cool pedal that kind of adds a little bit of flair, I would go with the uh, the chorus because it um it will add those those nice effects to your sound and it'll make you excited. It'll make you excited to want to play more. So that's that's really the what it comes down to because whenever people start really digging into like certain hobbies and things like that, they they start um looking at like how a professional sets it up. And then they realize how much, because there's a lot of work. Obviously, these things take a lot of work. But, like, you start digging into um, how things should be set up. You start researching all this stuff. But you you start slowly losing the fun of it and realizing the effort that you have to put in. And so sometimes it's very off-putting. But um, I feel like if you really want to dab into a hobby, you just, just kind of tiptoe your way into it. But find things that make you happy. Like Neil, Neil nailed it in the last episode that he was in. He was talking like about cars. He he wants to do a lot of cool things with his car, but what his main goal is is just something that makes him happy. This is something that like it's exciting for him. He likes to drive his car. He ha- he wants his car to drive and feel and sound the way he wants it to sound. He, like that that's his thing. So. I feel like that should be the same way with a lot of hobbies and how people approach things. It should be something that makes you happy versus um, structure. You know what I mean? Like, cause I can tell you all day long, well, you need to go uh, overdrive, reverb, 
chorus, no, overdrive, reverb, delay, chorus, and just forget about a lot of the modulation stuff because that's essentially your your bare bones structure. And but you're just going to play that, and you're not going to get too much of a difference in the sounds and stuff like that. Well, you will with the delay, but um, besides that, you're just going to kind of be like, meh, whatever. And so it's just be more work. Like if I tell you, like if you're playing piano, just like someone's going to be like, okay, well, you got to play scales. You got to do scale, 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 work on technique, 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 technique. And then after that, you start getting burnt out. So you just want to find a way to get into something and make yourself happy with it. Because I, yeah, I know so many people, so many people that have great gear, great instruments, and they just get burnt out. For me personally, I love it. I have a great time with it. I try, I'm trying to pull back a little bit from gigging. Because, yeah, but I mean, as far as guitar and playing and stuff like that, I still love it. I still get lost in it. It's fun. It's a good time. But yeah, but I'm getting into fishing right now, dude. Fishing's fun. Um, Right now, I'm, I'm just lake fishing, but I haven't had a weird moment. I had a weird moment the other day. I was um fishing on the lake and this, and I, I wasn't trying to catch anything. I was just trying to like just chill. I was like, I'm not catching anything, but hey. It's quiet. I'm alone. There's just water and I can hear swishing and it's fun. It's it's a cool experience. It's very zen. And um yeah. So this dude walks up and he um asks me, he goes, Hey man, what you doing? I'm like, fishing. He goes, Well duh, but have you caught anything? I go, No. He goes, Well have you tried what are you using? And I was like, Well, I'm just using little uh uh little rubber worms, right? And the guy's just like, Well that's weird he's like when you not no bites nothing i'm like no he's like how long you been out here i was like two hours he's like jesus and so he goes well have you tried a goldfish and i was like what he goes yeah try goldfish this dude i kid you not whips and reaches into the back of his moped oh yeah he was on a moped he reaches into the back of the trunk of his moped whips out um like an aquarium he whips out an aquarium with like uh like the little bubbles going like this shit's like aerating itself and so he has goldfish in here. And like to me, goldfish are pets, right? But this guy's like, no, yeah, I just go to Walmart, drop a couple fives, and I get a handful of goldfish and I go fishing. I'm like, why? And but anyways, so anyways, back to back to the story. He reaches into this bubbling pot of goldfish, picks one out, hands it over to me, and I was like, So you just use them? And he goes, Yeah. And I was like, Well, how do you how do you hook them? Because I'm I'm like, well, it's live bait, right? And so he goes, yeah, you just hook it to the belly. I'm like, what? So I was like, okay. And so he's like, yeah, like this. And just, and just does it. I'm just like, whoo. And so I, I do it. I hook it through the belly and I cast out. Not even two seconds after I cast out, like I, it works. I start, I start getting bites, but like the, I had like this, I'll get to the end, the end of it. But, um, yeah, I started getting bites. I started getting nibbles and like things are actually working now. Blew my mind. I was like, dude, that's crazy. So I didn't know that. But, um, yeah, so while, while we're out there, this dude, he's like, he was odd. He was like opening up to me and stuff. He was just like, so, so, so Josh, um, do you know anybody who's had a stroke? I'm like, what? And he, he just starts giving me like his, his life story and like how, how he was once like a very heavy, like drug user and how he almost died and now this is kind of like his second chance and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah. And then he starts like asking me about my own stuff. I'm just like, no, no, I don't know you. But like, 
it was weird. It was a really weird moment, but yeah. I mean, literally, like going fishing. Like, if if you ever like start trying to pick up fishing as a hobby, you find some weird people. I'm not saying that guy's weird. He has his own quirks about him that make him interesting. But besides that, um, yeah, there's some weird characters. Like I was one time. I was in um, where was I? I was in Walmart. I was in Walmart. I was buying some bait, and this dude walks around the corner, and he goes, "What you looking at?" And I was like, "Uh." You know, I'm just trying to find some worms because I like using worms personally. I was like, I'm just looking at some worms. He goes, have you ever tried frogs? I'm like, what? He goes, bro, I use these little clicking frogs. He goes, he goes, check it out. You go over here. Look at this bait right here. He whips out one of these little frog things and it's like a plastic frog. And he goes, yeah, I use one of these, man. He goes, this is what's been working for me. This is what the fish love because every fisherman out there thinks they have the technique, the skill. The, the, that that make it happen, which, I mean, that's half of the game, but, I mean, the other half is the fish, right? So, um, yeah, he uh, he goes and tells me, yeah, this is what the fish love. And he goes, what were you fishing? I'm like, I'm fishing over at this lake, and I tell him the name of it. And um, he's like, oh, nice, I've been there. He goes, yeah, they love it, this fish. They, they love the, this frog there. I've used it all the time. He goes, but, you know, it's also kind of cloudy today, so I would recommend you get a fluorescent green one or i would recommend a um a chartreuse i'm like a what he goes a chartreuse you need to get a chartreuse that's that's where it's at the fish like with the green water and the cloudy day it just kind of pops and they're like man i want to eat that thing i'm just like what is happening and so he starts telling me all this stuff about how fish love this chartreuse frog by the way, this is the first time I've ever discovered the word chartreuse as a term for a color. But yeah. And so, um, yeah, so he's trying to convince me to buy this like $40 frog bait that apparently when you when you use it, I've actually seen somebody use it. What happens is like you cast it out and you, when you all you do, because like whenever people think of fishing, you, you cast out and like you just let it chill. But like what this dude does with this frog bait is he throws it out into whatever area and he just starts reeling it in fast and while he's reeling it in quickly uh, the frogs making this weird like like click noise in the water so it's like creating these pulses and it makes the fish I guess want to come and eat it and so yeah I have never seen anybody catch anything with the frogs but apparently this this dude he's he's got the answers so um but yeah I've had that happen so everyone's trying to be the bait guru right get get those uh, so, so let's whittle this down. You get the life storyteller, you get the bait guru, and you have the guy who has the location. This what this is what happened. I was at Walmart, and this old <laughs> I'm always at Walmart. I was at Walmart, and this old man walks up to me, and he goes, "Son, where are you gonna go fish?" And I was like, "Well, I know of this lake that's like a couple walks away from my house." He goes, "That's nothing. Where where you need to go?" He goes, "There's this overpass." I'm like, okay, you had me at overpass. Why? And so, but anyways, he goes, there's this overpass. What you do is you park your car behind a couple of trees next to this overpass because it is private property. You don't want to get caught, but like, there's no houses. So like, why is it private property? And I'm like, uh, man, I don't know. Maybe because it's the city. But anyways, he, um, he starts telling me you get your truck you park behind these trees and you walk maybe 30 yards due west from where you parked. He goes right 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 in that area. He goes there's four lakes. 
There's four lakes in that area that are so secluded. No one ever fishes there, but it's just, they're all over the place. And I go, cool. Thank you so much. And then I walk away because that sounds like a murder place. But, um, (laughs) but yeah, so that, I don't know. When it comes to hobbies, find things that make you happy. For me personally, if I go to the lake next to my house, I don't catch anything. I don't mind it because it's a lovely walk. Wow. There's a nice walk to get to the lake. There's wildlife. It's fun. I've seen owls. And what's cool is at night at this lake, there's lightning bugs. I haven't seen a lightning bug in God knows how long, but this place has lightning bugs and I think it's the shit. So yeah. I don't know. I have I have fun with it. But like I said, back to my original thing, if you're going to find yourself a hobby, find something that makes you happy. Yes, people are going to tell you what to do. People are going to give you suggestions. People are going to try and like lean you this way, lean you that way, try to convince you to spend X amount of dollars on whatever. But just kind of go with the flow, do you, and just kind of hang out with it, you know? So yeah. Wow. So this episode as uh very wholesome, very heartwarming, heart-wrenching, oh. but yeah, so I think that'll be it, and I just wanted to do a little quickie episode for you, because tomorrow, like I said, is the big one, uh, it's a nice, it's a good occasion, you'll hear about it tomorrow, it's a special occasion, and so we're going to break out Junior's McAllen 12 that he gave me, He's like, you got to try this McAllen 12. I told him I was going to save it for special occasions. And tomorrow is a special occasion. So I'm excited. So you're going to hear us review tomorrow the McAllen 12 um, Irish Scotch Whiskey. We're going to try that. We're going to do it neat because anything that expensive you you do not mix. So that's what we're doing tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so that's the podcast, guys. That's the podcast for today. Like I said, a little quickie episode, little midweek tidbit for you to to tickle your nips and uh, juggle your balls. So, um, I hope you guys have a great day. But before I before I forget, you can find us on Instagram at Whiskey Uniform Tango. You can find us on Facebook at Whiskey Uniform Tango. But now. Now I'm back on social media, guys, so you can go and give me a follow if you would like at the Josh Galvin on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Facebook and I'm also on Twitter at Josh underscore Galvin, but I kind of, I've been probably just checking Instagram more than anything else because it's fun. So yeah, go give me a follow at the Josh Galvin on Instagram, little plug, and then also give us a shout out, shoot us a DM on the Instagram for a regular Whiskey Uniform Tango, and um, we will give you a shout out and talk about the topic and you know maybe even call you who knows but um yeah guys that's the episode i hope you have a great day and uh check us in check us check back with us tomorrow and we'll have a lovely badass super fun fancy episode for you so that's right that's how it's gonna be i hope your glasses never run dry whiskey uniform tingo out